You are welcome again to the prayer experience. Wherever you're watching us from, it's a pleasure to have you join us today. Guess what? I've got a big, big, big announcement to make right now before we go into our prayer time today. And it's so important. It's so important. Big change coming to the prayer experience. You said, what is he talking about? Weekdays, the prayer experience is going to move from 2 p.m. to 1 p.m. UK time weekdays. Um, I, I know this is going to change a few things for good for us. We've been listening to a lot of people who have said we are at work and most of us take our break time at 1 p.m. Can you move it? to 1 p.m. And then we discussed with the team, we looked at the pros and the cons, we prayed about it, and a lot of us feel good about that. We think it's the right step in the right direction. So from Monday next week, Monday to Friday weekdays will be 1 p.m. I say it again, weekdays prayer experience from Monday will be 1 p.m. We will say that tomorrow and on Sunday. But weekend will still remain traditional. We'll still remain traditional at weekends. It will be 2 p.m. at weekends. That means you can do all your shopping. You can go to church on Sunday and still have plenty time to catch up at 2 p.m. with the prayer experience. So that's the big change that is coming. Another big positive change, this is a good one, is the number of of broadcasters people who pray on the screen is adding by one digit and so we're moving from five to six we've got a new intercessor in the camp who is going to be leading us in prayer we'll tell you more about that during the weekend she's a lady and she's on fire for the Lord. And it's it can only be good news for the prayer experience. We'll let you we'll let that stink in first of all. So what I said today is prayer experience will be moving weekdays from 2 p.m. to 1 p.m. More because of people who are in their offices and they take their lunch break at 1 p.m. Quite a lot of people want to do that. Even those who work from home, they say we can easily be part of the prayer experience if it moves to 1 p.m. Apologies if that upset a little things uh, for a few individuals, but please bear with us. We think this is good. Are we excited about it, okay? All right, let's get into what we've got to do today. Tomorrow we've got Jane and she'll be telling us more about these changes. And on Sunday, Dumebi and I will be on prayer experience will tell you more. So that's plenty time to adjust your time to 
to 1 p.m. on Monday to Friday. Okay, please um, connect with us wherever you are. Uh, leave a comment, leave uh, a prayer request. Uh, you want to share anything, the Lord is saying anything to you, please leave that on the comment page. Connect with us if you can. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and also like our Facebook page and click the button that says follow this page. It's important to do that. Let's get into prayer. Um, the scripture we're using, to, uh, we're beginning with Thanksgiving and the scripture that we're going to use is in Psalm 107 verse 43. Look at what it says. It says, who is wiser? Let him observe and heed these things. In other words, this is wisdom. This is wisdom. Observe, heed these things. This is wisdom. And thoughtfully consider the loving kindness of God. Some of the translation says, think about the goodness of God. Think about the things he's done for you. And that's where we're going to start today. Thoughtfully consider. It's wisdom. A lot of us go about our lives not thoughtfully considering what the Lord has done for us. Many times, the reason we grumble and complain and murmur and, you know, we're whingy about a lot of things is because we haven't thoughtfully considered what he has already done for us. Look around you. Look around your family. Look around your children. Look around your life. Look around your job. Look around your home. Look around our nation. Look around yourself. There are things God has done in your life, in my life, and we need to thoughtfully consider these things. That's where we're going to start with thanksgiving to say thank you, Lord, for our nation, for our local church. Thank you, Lord, for our families. Thank you for our children, grandchildren, our parents and grandparents. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's give thanks. Father, we thank you. We want to thank you for your goodness and your kindness and your mercies. Thank you that we are alive today. We're not alive for no reason. We're alive for a reason. We're alive for a purpose because you've still got plans and purposes. You've still got an assignment for each and every one of us, every man, every woman, every child, every older person. You've got a plan. You've got a purpose. We thank you for the privilege of being alive on God's green earth. We thank you. Thank you for family members. Thank you for parents. Thank you for children. Thank you for grandchildren or grandparents, depending on our individual circumstances. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for our friends and, and, and our spouses. Thank you. Thank you for our nation. Thank you for the United Kingdom. Thank you for the nations of the world. Thank you for our brethren from Pakistan, from Iran, from uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Qatar, and those nations of the world where it's sometimes very difficult to be a Christian, but we still got people who are calling on the name of the Lord. Thank you for their resilience and their faithfulness to you. So many things, Lord, we can we can go on and on and giving you uh, and give you thanks for these things. But Lord, you know our heart. You see our heart. You know where our heart is. We just love you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, the inspired word for today. Uh, I've taken that from Isaiah chapter twelve. 
verse 3. Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. And you know that song, Peter Israel wrote a song that is based on Isaiah 12, 3. And each time I look at that scripture, I remember the song that Peter Israel did. So one of these days when we have him on Daily Talks again, I'm going to grill him on that song. I mean, I'm looking forward to when we have the 10 top 10 songs and how he got that inspiration. A man that works with the Holy Spirit, want to learn from him, want to hear how God uh, wants us to draw closer to him. And so Isaiah 12 verse 3 reminds me of that song. I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to even try, but I'm singing it inside. Now Isaiah 12 3 says, With joy you will draw water from the springs of salvation. With joy you will draw water from the springs of salvation. What is he saying there? It takes joy to be able to access salvation. And that's my thought for us today. It takes joy to access salvation. Salvation is not just salvation from sin. Salvation is a compound word, especially if you take it into the New, New, New Testament. The, the Greek word sozo and the Greek word soteria talked about wholeness, talk about peace, talk about completeness, talk about wellness. All of these things are packaged in salvation. And we know that when Jesus Christ died for us on the cross, he died not just alone, that we might be saved from our sins. He died so that we can have peace, so that we can have a, a sense of confidence, the presence of God, the glory of God. These are all what comes with salvation. And so when it says the springs of salvation, that reminds me as well of Psalms chapter 51 and verse 12. Psalms chapter 51 and verse 12. It says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. It says, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Uphold me with a willing spirit. When you lose that joy, you know, when you got saved, you know, when you met with the Lord and the joy of just finding the Lord, when you lose that joy, when after years of all kinds of things happening with our Christian walk and our Christian faith, it's so easy that we lose that joy. And when you lose that joy, you also lose the access sometimes to the peace of God, sometimes to that sense of confident assurance. Sometimes, you know, the Bible says a merry heart, though it good like medicine. There's nothing that brings healing like joy, the joy of the Lord. It brings healing to the mind, to the body. You know, when you're full of joy, the presence, the sense of God's presence, a sense of confidence, assurance about God and the hand of God. You know, I remember Philip going down to Samaria in Acts chapter 8. He preached Christ unto them. And the Bible says, uh, uh, because he preached Christ unto them, that people received the word that Philip gave to them. And through that miracle, signs and wonders were done in the name of Jesus. But I like what the Bible says. It says, great joy filled the city. The word of God brings joy. And where there's joy, there's wholeness, there's wellness. I want us to pray, have a moment of reflection. And I want you 
to, to pray for yourself as an intercessor, as a prayer warrior, and say, God, in those areas where I've lost the joy of my salvation, restore my joy, restore my joy. I, I, I want to I wanna have the joy when I wake up in the morning, the joy of praising God, the joy of reading my Bible, the joy of going to God in prayer. It doesn't mean you still, you, you don't still have the pressures around you. You've got the challenges. You've got all that is going on around you. But inside you are insulated with the joy of the Lord. You're filled with joy and that sustains you. It says with joy, they will draw water out of the well of salvation. Pray with me right now and say, Lord, restore my joy. Some of us still have the joy, but it's 30%. Some of us have the joy and it's still 60%. But Jesus Christ said, he said, you know, when it was speaking to the woman at the well, he said, I will give you rivers of living water that will bubble, that will bubble. In other words, it's overflowing. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living waters. Fill us with overflowing joy. Father, we ask a joy that the world cannot stop, a joy that the world cannot understand, a joy that the devil will not understand. Why is she still joyful? Why is he still joyful? The enemy is confused. He's throwing all the storm and battering us with all kinds of things, but we're still joyful because we know the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. I tell you, joy is one of my favorite messages in the Bible. It's just when you tap into the joy, you connect to the joy of the Lord. The enemy cannot stop you. Look at uh, Paul and Silas. They were in prison, but they began to sing praises. They prayed and they sang praises. What do you mean? Sing praises. Yes, they were full of joy. To sing praise, you must be full of the joy of the Lord. Okay, there's a difference between joy and happiness. People don't understand that. But as they were filled with joy and the prisoners heard them, other prisoners were like, look at those guys. They are in stock and they are praising God. The Bible says there was an earthquake and their chains were broken. So shall it be for every one of us in the name of Jesus Amen. Just quickly before we begin to pray, another 10 minutes and we're going to get into praying for 10 minutes for the nations, for the church. But before we do that, can I say happy birthday to Roy, one of our own on uh, the prayer experience. Roy, happy birthday. We also have a little girl. Um, you know, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get permission from the mom to mention her name publicly. Uh, but you know who I'm talking about. Many of you know who I'm talking about. But happy birthday to Roy. Happy birthday. We pray for you right now. Right now. Wherever you are, maybe you're at home or you're out and about. Roy, we just pray for you. We pray that the hand of God will rest upon you. We pray that God will bring a sense of freedom, a sense of, 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 of the, the presence of his spirit. A, a sense of purpose 
that, that you will be renewed in your purpose, in your walk with the Lord. We pray that the hand of God will break off every limitation, every everything that has hindered you from achieving everything you want to achieve in Christ and in God. We pray that now will be the time you will step into that level of knowing God, of, of understanding God, understanding his word, and he will take you to another level. We pray that as your days are, so will your strength be. You won't get any weaker. You will get stronger and stronger, even physically, mentally, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, join me now. And let's pray. Let's let's pray for the church. I, I still want to take that from that scripture um, in Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7. We're talking about joy. So I'm still I'm still connecting with the joy of the Lord. It says, This I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Did you see that? He said, I will make them joyful. Their burnt offerings, their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. You know, when God talks about his house, sometimes he's talking about the body of Christ. He says, we are his temple. We are the house of the Lord. You and I, when, when we come together in the unity of faith and the unity of the spirit, we are God's house. When we meet together, whether in twos or in threes, when we gather in our hundreds, we, we are the house of the Lord. And he says, I will make them joyful in my house. You know, you go to heaven now, there's no sadness, there's no sorrow in heaven. So why should his home here on earth, his house here on earth, why should there be sadness and sorrow in his house here on earth? He says, I will make them joyful. I want us to pray, Lord, restore joy. The same prayer we prayed for ourselves. Let's pray for the wider body of Christ. Let's pray for our brothers and sisters across the world that God, people, so many through this lockdown, through this pandemic, they've lost their joy of serving God. They've lost their joy of reading the Bible. They've lost their joy of prayer. They've lost their joy of connecting with other Christians. Let's pray. God, restore joy back into the body of Christ, into the church in the name of Jesus. We pray that right now, oh God, where people, where men and women, our brothers, our sisters, we pray, Lord, for people who used to serve, helping out with children's work, people who used to be out on the streets doing evangelism, people who used to pray our work, people who used to do all these things for you, but they've lost their joy of serving you, and they have withdrawn because of the things that are happening in and around them, around the world. We pray, will you, Lord, restore again joy? You said you will make us joyful in your house. Whatever has robbed us of our joy, we pull it down. All the worry, all the doubt, all the fear, all the anxiety, we pull them down in the mighty name of Jesus. And we ask that if there's anyone right now either watching this live or recorded who needs this injection of supernatural, the joy of the Lord, will you fill them right now in the name of Jesus? Amen, amen. We want to pray for our brethren, our brothers and sisters, wow, who really needs this joy of the Lord? It's, it's, it's our brothers and sisters in those nations. And guess what? On Sunday night, 6 p.m., we have Nigel 
talks with Ian on daily talks. You know, <laughs> I know there's a lot of talking, but that's what it's all about. Nigel will be talking with Ian. Ian used to work. I think he still got relationship with uh, Open Doors. Open Doors is a ministry that reaches out to persecuted Christians in Iraq, in Iran. And Ian has been in Iraq and he's going to be telling us of his experiences with Iraqi Christians and the things they've been going through. And Ian will be sharing his journey. I've not really heard it myself, but I'm buzzing. I can't wait Sunday night. It's going to be Nigel talking with Ian on Sunday night. We'll plug that a bit more tomorrow and on Sunday. But we want to pray for persecuted Christians in this part of the world where they really struggle. Look at what Colossians chapter 1 verse 11 says. It says, we also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. Then Paul prayed that they may be filled with joy. Come on, pray with me. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in the persecuted church across the world that they be filled with joy, that they be strengthened with your glorious power, but above all, that they be filled with joy. Let the enemy not be able to steal their joy. They may be persecuted. They may be facing hardship. They may be facing challenges. They may be facing all kinds of difficulties, but God preserve their joy because as long as they their joy is preserved. Their victory is guaranteed. Lord, we pray that you will hold them with your mighty and strong hand in Jesus' name. We pray for our brethren in Iran, our brethren in Iraq, our brethren in North Korea, in China. Lord, strengthen them by the power of your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. A lot more is going to come on Sunday night. I can't wait. Remember, 6 p.m. Sunday night, Nigel talks with Ian. We're looking at the persecuted church. Okay, praying for the United Kingdom. I mean, don't we need to pray for our nation? All that is going on, we're coming out of lockdown. Um, children are back in school this week. Uh, we have the whole thing going on between, um, you know, uh, the people in the palaces, Buckingham Palace, and, you know, all that is happening. I want us to pray for this nation, pray for Boris Johnson so much. And we are only a little island. <laughs> Please, wherever you are in other parts of the world, can you stretch your hands spiritually towards the United Kingdom and pray? Look at Psalms 122 and verse 7. It says, peace be within your walls, prosperity within your palaces. I looked for the translation. Other translation says within your fortresses. But I look for the translation that said within your palaces. We need peace. We need peace for the queen, peace for the princes. We need peace for Meghan and, and Harry and William and Kate. We need peace. We need peace, peace in the palaces. We need peace as well for Boris Johnson and people in government so they can rule and bring prosperity. That's why he says peace within your walls prosperity within your palaces. We need peace and prosperity in homes and families across this nation. Can you pray for the United Kingdom? Just speak over the land, speak over the nation right now. No weapon formed against the United Kingdom will prosper. We plant our feet. This nation has always been on the in, in the forefront 
of evangelism, in the forefront of missionary work uh, across the world. This nation has always brought light to nations, spiritual light in different ways. We know, God, you've got a plan for this nation, the United Kingdom, even moving forward. We pray for peace and prosperity over this nation. We pray for the Queen, Lord, that, Lord, you will bless her with health and wellness and well-being. We pray that this issue between the, the, the royal family, you will bring a settlement, you will bring peace, Father, if there be any injustices, that it will be addressed and dealt with. But we, we just pray for them. We pray for Boris Johnson, our prime minister. We pray for all the cabinet ministers. We pray for kings and those in authority, that, Lord, in this nation, we will enjoy prosperity and peace. Okay, we're going to finish now, and our last prayer is going to be healing prayers for women, okay? This week, we've been praying for women. Jane came on, uh, Dumebi came on, uh, Nigel came on. Everybody's been praying for women, and I don't want to be left out. Neither do you want to be left out. We're going to pray. International Day for Women uh, was on Monday, but we declared on prayer experience the whole week, we're going to just be praying for our sisters, our daughters, our grandmoms, our moms, our daughters, our women. We want to pray for them right now. Women, you are so, so blessed. So right now is the time for you to pray for your sister, your mom, anybody in your life that you know that, that is a woman that needs this prayer. Can you lift them up before the Lord, especially in the area of healing, spiritual healing, mental healing, physical healing, emotional healing? The Bible says, look at Jesus, what Jesus Christ said in Luke chapter 13, verse 12. He said, but when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and he said, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Pray with me right now. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. If there be uh, uh, any infirmity, if there be any sickness, whether it's spiritual, physical, mental, emotional. We pray that you will bring deliverance, you bring wholeness, you bring healing, you will bring wellness, spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus to, to, to wives, to, to sisters, to daughters, to granddaughters. Father, as, as we stand in the gap on behalf of the women that are in our lives right now, they are such a blessing. You said you gave the word and great was the company of women that published it. Father, we thank you because women are strategically positioned even in the church and in this end time to be light bearers, to be, to be good news bearers as well, that you continue to uphold them. We pray for all the women on prayer experience, women who support the prayer experience, women who come alongside us to pray. Father, we, we, we thank you for all the women right now who are live on prayer experience and those who will be part of this prayer recorded later, watching and praying along. We pray that you will bring a whole sense of the fulfillment of purpose in their lives. Every chain is broken. Every burden is lifted. We pray you will make a way where there seems to be no way. For those that need a job, you will provide a job. For those that need a financial miracle, you will provide it. For those that need a breakthrough, you will do it, oh God. Let something happen in every life right now in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give thanks to God for answered prayers. Lord, we thank you because you heard us and you've answered our prayers. We give you all of the praise. Thank you because the heavens 
are always open. Earth may be in lockdown, but heaven is always open to our cry. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, everyone who's been part of this uh, praying in the background to all our team. And we are super excited. We have a new member of team who will be coming on the screen to pray with us. That's absolutely amazing. We'll tell you more about that. But don't forget, we said from Monday, weekdays, Monday to Friday, Prayer Experience is coming to you at 1 p.m. Write it down, put it on your phone, change the time on your phone. Your phone will remind you even if you forgot. And another way you can do that is subscribe on YouTube because as soon as we key in the event, YouTube, subscribe, Facebook, like, and follow. As, long, as soon as we upload the, 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 the event and schedule it to start at 1 p.m., it will ping you on your computer ping you on your phone, and that way you won't forget. All right. Thank you, everyone, from across the world. We're so glad that you can be part of this prayer. We love you. And remember as well that we're back tomorrow. Jane is going to be leading us in prayer, 2 p.m. God bless you. See you then.